welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. Each week, you will encounter me, Daniel Gundlach, as your host, guiding you along a magical route that will bring us closer to the voices of those singers that most enchant and transform us, no matter what else is going on in the world. Thank you for joining me on that path. This week's episode. Hi there, everybody. In honor of my recent vacation in Denmark, we're going to take a trip this week to the great European North. in Denmark last week, and that was a song by Denmark's most famous composer Carl Nielsen, who lived from 1865 to 1931. It's an excerpt from his cantata, oh god, I don't know how to say it, Finskfurer, or something like that, Springtime on Funen, an island off the coast of Denmark that is said to be particularly beautiful, and this cantata celebrates Funen in the springtime. It was sung by one of the most famous Danish singers, the tenor Axel Schütz, one of those marvelous voiceless wonders who lived from 1906 to 1975. I find him to be a very interesting character, and that very song called Den Milde Dach conjures up very happy memories for me of the time when I was in college, I guess, and still listening to a lot of LPs. 
and one of my most treasured ones was The Art of Axerschütz, Volume 1, which featured the songs of Carl Nielsen. The episode today serves as an introduction to a new series called Nordic Tracks. Get it? Ha ha ha! Maybe the Nordic track is not something that people remember any longer. Anyway, I used to have one, and I actually used it for what it was worth. (laughs) Not much, actually. Anyway, today I am also revisiting a series that I began last fall on orchestral songs. So we are going to hear music from the North. I can't call it Scandinavia because certain of the countries that we're hearing, Finland, for example, are not considered part of Scandinavia. When I was in school, they were, but that was a long time ago. The song we just heard, Den Milde Dag, is simple, naive, innocent, like a folk song. The mild day is bright and long and full of sun and birdsong. If only my neighbor... Ilzebil would put her cheek against mine. Oh, look, here she comes again, and her smile is like the sunshine itself. So as far as orchestral songs go, Carl Nielsen did not write all that many, and this one, as I say, comes from a cantata for soprano, tenor, baritone, and chorus. This is merely an excerpt from the first movement, but it sure sounds like a song to me, Now here's another song, one that is enormously well-known and beloved by many people. Back in the Victorian age, it was known as I Love Thee, and it is a setting by Edvard Grieg, Norway's most celebrated composer, of the Hans Christian Andersen text, Je Elsker Dei. And it is sung by someone that I love with all my heart, the Swedish soprano Elisabeth Söderström. This is a 1976 recording which featured a number of orchestral songs by Grieg, as well as the Pyrgint Suite, with both of the soprano movements sung by our beloved Swedish soprano, who lived from 1927 to 2009. From the first time that I heard her voice, back in the year 1970, I would say, I was completely under her spell. This is originally from a short cycle called, oh dear, Here Tits Melodier, The Melodies of the Heart, four songs set to texts by Hans Christian Andersen. You are my only thought, my first love. I love you as no one else on earth for time and eternity. Thank you. 
We're going to hear a wide range of music today, not just music from the Romantic era. In fact, the next piece is composed by the great Finnish composer Kaya Sariaho, who just died a very few short weeks ago at the age of 70. This is from her first orchestral song cycle called Chateau de l'âme, The Castle of the Soul. It was composed for and is sung here by the soprano Dawn Upshaw. In this 2001 recording, Essa Pekka Salonen conducts the Finnish Radio Symphony Orchestra. This cycle uses texts drawn from ancient Hindu and Egyptian sources. The words are set for soprano as well as chorus. In the third movement from the cycle, the one that we're going to hear right now, we hear only the soprano voice. This song is entitled La Liane, the Vine, and the text comes from the Atharva Veda, a text intended for royal priests. The text here consists of phrases dealing with the awakening and development of love between two persons. Thank you. 
Sariaho was born in Finland, though she lived most of her adult life in France. We'll hear her music once again before the end of the episode. But certainly, the most famous Finnish composer of all time is Jean Sibelius. He is so closely associated with the very existence of Finland, for he began composing just as Finland was undergoing its struggle to gain independence. And therefore, his music evokes Finland like no one else's. He creates sound worlds that are unique to him, and while his symphonic work is no doubt his most famous and most influential, his songs are also an important part of his output. And his orchestral songs, in particular, are frequently heard on the concert platform and on recordings. Hymn to Thais, the Unforgettable, was composed in the year 1909, and in 1945, he dedicated it to the Finnish soprano Auliki Rautavara, who lived from 1906 to 1990. Certainly, she's most famous for singing the Countess on the Fritz Busch-conducted recording of Mozart's Nozze di Figaro, which originated from Gleinborn in the 1930s just as the company was establishing itself as a summer festival to be reckoned with. Rautavara was certainly one of the most beautiful sopranos that ever lived. One can group her with singers like Lisa della Casa and Lina Cavalieri as one of the great operatic beauties. But she also had a wonderful voice, and we shall hear it now, in a 1952 recording of Hymn to Thais, in which the orchestra is conducted by Sibelius's son-in-law, Jussi Yalas. Thais, once Helen, of Zeus begotten, unforgettable unforgotten, doomed to pass deathless through new incarnations, ever the wonder of new generations. Thais, fair Thais, whose mystic smile still through ages us men doth beguile. Thais of Egypt and Helen of Troy, essence Olympic and earthly alloy, who saw thee incarnate shall ne'er forget thee. Thais, I would that I never had met thee.
as Sibelius is celebrated as Finland's most famous composer, so is Wilhelm Stenhammer, who lived from 1871 to 1927, celebrated as one of the premier Swedish composers of that era. He wrote two operas, two symphonies, two piano concertos, and numerous other orchestral works, including some extended songs. We're going to hear now one of his shorter orchestrated songs. This is called Vid Fünstret, or At the Window, from a set of five poems by the important Swedish poet Bo Bergman. In it, the poet sits next to his aging wife, looking out the open window as evening sets over the town. He remembers how, as 15-year-olds, they dreamed of conquering the world, but now they sit looking out over the town, sunk in melancholy. And he says to her, nothing turns out as planned. This performance is a live one, featuring the Swedish baritone Hugo Haslo, who lived from 1911 to 1994. He was a noble Verdi baritone, sang roles like Eugene Onegin as well, and certain Wagner parts. His voice is so thrilling, so exciting, it's really one of the best baritone voices I've ever heard. And at certain moments, I have referred to him as the Franco Corelli of baritones. <laughs> Here he is in a live 1959 performance accompanied by Stig Westerberg and the Swedish Radio Symphony Orchestra. Hand. 
One of the stops on our recent vacation to Denmark was the charming town of Ribe, which is the oldest city in all of Denmark, and one of the oldest in Europe. We both immediately fell under its spell, and it is an absolutely beautiful place to visit. I'm not sure my listeners are going to be pounding down the doors of the city gate to get in, but I really do recommend if you ever get to Denmark, do take a trip to Ribe. There are some musicians with an important connection to Ribe. I would say that the most important of these is Ruth Langart, who lived from 1893 to 1952. Langart was one of those figures in the North, who was a true eccentric. He was completely out of step with the rest of society. Finally, at the age of 46, he obtained a permanent job as organist at the cathedral in Ribe. And when you visit that cathedral, you get to see the very console on which Langart played. And there's a photograph of him at the organ which is reproduced on the show notes page for this episode. He composed some very strange and radical work, including Music of the Spheres and an opera called Antichrist, which was recently seen here in Berlin at the Deutsche Oper. He also wrote a few orchestral songs, a group of four called 
that's my Danish pronunciation, or tone pictures. And we're going to hear the second of those, a poem set by Jenny Blicher Clausen, who was an important Danish poet who lived from 1865 to 1907 and published her work under the pen name John Benson. The song is entitled or A Scent of Loam and Mud. It was composed in the year 1917 simultaneously with Music of the Spheres. And certain of the orchestral textures in this song bear similarities to that piece. The text describes the scent and appearance of the pine forest after a downpour. The soprano soloist is Gitta Maria Scherberg, a Swedish soprano who has been resident in Denmark for many years. The recordings from 1997, and we hear the legendary Soviet conductor Gennady Rostestvensky conducting the Danish National Radio Symphony Orchestra.
Longard was primarily a symphonist and produced 16 works which he entitled symphonies, as well as a number of other orchestral pieces. An equally important and perhaps equally eccentric symphonist is the Swedish composer Alan Pettersson, who lived from 1911 to 1980. As a child, he experienced enormous poverty, and those experiences as a child were a direct influence on his set of 24 so-called barefoot songs, which he composed between the years of 1943 and 1945. Like some of Mahler's songs, these works are quoted and re-quoted in the work of Alan Pettersson. Later in life, he also experienced severe health issues that stemmed from his diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis at the age of 40. As did Longard, he still composed a total of 16 symphonies, as well as the fragment of a 17th, and an endless stream of concertos and other symphonic work. Except for those 24 barefoot songs, Peterson wrote only a handful of other songs, and all of them were for piano accompaniment. Nevertheless, the Hungarian conductor, Antal Dorati, who was a great champion of the symphonies of Peterson, also took a group of eight of the barefoot songs and orchestrated them. And it was he who, in the year 1973, recorded those orchestrated versions of the songs with a marvelous Swedish bass baritone, Erik Saidain, who lived from 1924 to 2009 and continued singing well into his old age. I discovered his work through his creation of the role of the Mimarobe in Karl Birger Blomdahl's space opera Aniara, and he has been a singer whose work I have been collecting and exploring for the past several months. So do expect an episode in tribute to him coming up very soon. The final song of the group of eight orchestrated songs is called Inspelikaris Himlefert, or Death of a Fiddler. There once was a fiddler from Leicester, who lately was very pale in appearance. He grappled with difficult things, fought with people for no reason. He lived with his anguish in Leicester. But dark turned to light as he rose to the heavens. Gravely, gravely he mounts to the skies. The fiddler died as he drew his bow, stood behind the devil and grinned. They claimed in Leicester with eyebrows raised in surprise. But royally he mounts to the skies. From the grave's black earth he passed the gates of heaven. Thus was tuned a fiddle, and thus was tamed a fiddler from the wild west of the spirit in the grand band of heaven.
We've been speaking of eccentrics among the Nordic folk. Here's an eccentric from the pop world, the Icelandic singer-songwriter Björk, or Björk, as I think is the more correct pronunciation. Just at the beginning of the pandemic, she was planning a series of concerts called Björk Orchester, which would entail performances of a vast number of her songs accompanied by symphony orchestra. Eventually, those performances did take place, and they have continued through the present year. I'm going to play you one song from a series of concerts that she did in Reykjavik in the fall of 2021. This is the final portion of her song, Not Get. Wow. 
Grieg, but do any of us know the Norwegian composer Fartin Valen, who lived from 1887 to 1952? It was certainly an eye-opening discovery for me when I first became acquainted with his music earlier this year. He lived from 1887 to 1952 and was born into a religious family. The parents were missionaries and in his childhood he spent years in Madagascar. He was also highly advanced in his use of language. He spoke nine different languages and began his university career studying languages, in fact. But eventually he switched to the Oslo Conservatory of Music and then went on to study with Max Bruch in Berlin. He composed highly contrapuntal music that was also profoundly expressionistic and also experimented in 12-tone composition. He wrote a number of orchestral songs, and I'm going to play you the second of two that he composed, entitled Zwei Chinesische Gedichte, Two Chinese Poems. They are set in German, and if the text sounds familiar to you, it is because it is the same text that Gustav Mahler set in his Das Lied von der Erde. These refashionings of classic Chinese poems were done by the German poet and translator Hans Bethke and published in a book entitled Die Chinesische Flöte, The Chinese Flute. This is the poem Der Abschied des Freundes, in which the two beloved friends meet in the forest and bid farewell to each other. The singer we hear in this performance, which is, by the way, conducted by Miliciades Caridis, leading the Oslo Philharmonic Orchestra, is Dorothy Doro, a British soprano who lived from 1930 to 2017, and was particularly celebrated for her performances of the thorniest of 20th century repertoire, including the work of Dalla Piccola, Stravinsky, and Anton Webern. For a period of time in the 1970s, she was married to a Swedish musician, and therefore she began programming more Swedish and Scandinavian music and hence this recording, made in the year 1972, Der Abschied des Freundes.
Now we're going to hear a song by another of Sweden's most famous and important composers, Ture Rangström, who lived from 1884 to 1947. And alongside four symphonies and many orchestral works, he also composed approximately 300 songs, 60 of which he also orchestrated. And we're going to hear the third song from a group he composed in 1941 to poems by the author Karin Boye called Shield and Sword, Scholt och Svert, or something like that. I keep saying that, but honestly, I'm probably slaughtering the language. Please forgive me. The third of the cycle is entitled Amazon. I dreamed of swords last night. I dreamed of battle. I dreamed that I fought by your side, armored and strong. Your sword flashed hard from your hand, and the troll fell at your feet. Our crowd huddled together and sang in the silent threat of darkness. I dreamed of blood last night. I dreamed of death. I dreamed I fell by your side with a wound. You didn't even notice. Your mouth was set and serious. With steady hand you held the shield and proceeded on your way. I dreamed of fire last night. I dreamed of roses. I dreamed my death was fair and good. Thus, I dreamed last night. Who better to sing such a heroic text than the magnificent Birgit Nielsen? This is a 1965 recording in which the orchestra of the Wiener Staatsoper is conducted by Bertil Bockstedt. Thank you. 
I really must play you another song by Sibelius. This is one of his better-known songs, Po Verandan Vitavet, On the Balcony by the Sea. It's set to a poem by the writer, poet, novelist, and politician Victor Riedberg, who lived from 1828 to 1895. Many of Sibelius's songs are set not in Finnish, but in Swedish, and this one falls into that category. Do you remember the sigh of the shimmering waves, how they came to an end at a terrestrial coast, and not at the beach of eternity? Do you remember the melancholic light shining from heaven's immortal stars? Alas, their final destiny was to burn out and die. Do you remember a silence where everything sank into infinite yearning, sand, sea, and sky, and everything created by God? This is so typical of Sibelius's craggy, nature-based songs and compositions. It is sung here by one of my favorite singers. It sounds like I've been saying that over and over and over, but honestly, I love so many of these Nordic singers. This is the Finnish soprano Zoile Isokoski, and she's one of the real great singers of the last 40 years. In this 2006 recording, the Helsinki Philharmonic is led by the conductor Leif Segerstam. Thank you. 
If I'm talking about my favorite singers from Nordic countries, then I must talk about the Finnish baritone Jorma Hyninen. I've devoted two episodes to his work already. I could devote another three or four very easily. I am such a huge fan. I love the way that he sings art song. It's not precious. It's forthright and bold. This past year, he turned 82, and he created so much contemporary Finnish music, including work by the composer Aulis Sallinen, who was born in 1935 and is still with us. In the early 90s, Sallinen, who had already written a number of operatic roles for Huninen, composed the work Songs of Life and Death, and I'm not even going to attempt a pronunciation of the Finnish title, based on poems by Lassinummi. Salinen is one of the great originals who has composed an extraordinary number of operatic masterpieces. And this song cycle, which, like Sariajo's Chateau du Lame, also includes chorus, is certainly another masterpiece. This is the poem, I, Unborn. Deep in the ocean of the world I floated, unborn, germ of a soul, and the hailstorm struck, destroyed the germ, the seas trembled, and the gulf of the deep swallowed me, the possibility that which would have been me. I have peace that they could not or did not wish or did not dare to stretch themselves, the arms of the world, to receive me. Give them real sorrow and real joy. Let them wander through the world for me. Give them my joy and my grief and peace in which we can one day meet. Give them peace.
I would now like to revisit the work of another great Finnish composer, the late Kaja Sariaho. This is an excerpt of an extended piece that she wrote for the soprano Carita Matila and the cellist Antsi Kartunen. It's called Mirage, and it was premiered in Paris in the year 2008. We're going to hear a live performance from Helsinki in 2015, in which those two august Finnish musicians are under the baton of another great Finnish conductor, Hannu Lintu, who leads the Finnish Radio Symphony Orchestra. Sariaho always chooses very interesting texts and subjects to set in her songs and operas, The words of this piece, Mirage, come from a transcription of the incantations of the Mexican shaman Maria Sabina, translated into English. This is from the liner notes to the recording. Brief, repetitive, and spellbinding, the text describes an ecstatic journey in the course of which the subject passes from world to world in different incarnations, both human and animal. Sariaho freely admits that she wanted to provide, quote, two interpretations setting out from the same point of departure, one of them vocal, the other instrumental. As a result, the two soloists are not in opposition to one another, but pursue identical courses before finally merging in a single, indivisible sonority. And we are going to hear the last portion of this 14-minute piece. (laughs) ¶¶ 
Now we're going to hear one of the most delicious of my discoveries this past week. It's a work by the Danish composer Paul Schierbeck, who lived from 1888 to 1949. In his day, he was quite celebrated in particular for his mastery of orchestration. He also wrote an opera entitled Fête Galante and various songs and orchestral works. The most fascinating of these is no doubt the song Hexa from 1939. Hexa meaning witch. It's a setting of an excerpt from a poem by the Nobel Prize-winning author and poet Eric Axel Karafel, and it is set most wonderfully and strangely for full orchestra and organ, and it describes a witch's Sabbath. The singer is a young witch herself, and she addresses various of the warlocks. Burian, Uriel, Behemoth, Isakarum. The final one of these, Isakarum, she implores to dance her to death. Youth, stranger, you are my equal, languishing, yearning, pale and mute. I have forgotten everything, the gray chapel, the grave in bloom under the sad fir. I dream I flee to a distant kingdom with you like a blackening swan. The singer here is a marvelous Swedish singer named Kirsten Schultz, who spent most of her career performing at the Danish opera. And the conductor is Thomas Jensen, who lived from 1898 to 1963 and was very celebrated in particular for his performances and recordings of the work of Jean Sibelius.
I have three more elegiac songs as this episode winds down. I've not yet spoken of the Swedish mezzo-soprano Anne-Sophie von Otter, and she is one another one of the very great Nordic singers of the past 50 years. She has sung such a vast repertoire, from the French Baroque to Bach to contemporary work to operatic standards, She's also a magnificent interpreter of song, and she's made numerous recordings of Swedish song. She's also made recordings with Elvis Costello and recorded the music of ABBA. And she is on a constant artistic quest to always expand her horizons. Sometimes she's more successful than other times, but one of her most marvelous recordings, I think, is a 2008 recording of contemporary Swedish orchestral song. She does a short cycle by the composer Lassi Boldeman called Four Epitaphs. Boldeman lived from 1921 to 1969. He was of Finnish and German descent. He studied at the Royal Academy in London, and then after the outbreak of war, he studied in Stockholm, with the composer Gunnar de Frumery. 
because of his parentage. He was forced in 1941 to fight in the Soviet Union with the German army. He was captured and held as a prisoner of war in a U.S. camp. Shortly after the war, he composed a cycle entitled Four Epitaphs, settings of poems by the American poet and writer Edgar Lee Masters, who lived from 1868 to 1950. This is part of his Spoon River Anthology. The poem is the fourth of this short cycle. It's entitled William and Emily. There is something about death like love itself. If with someone with whom you have known passion and the glow of youthful love, you also, after years of life, together feel the sinking of the fire and thus fade away together, gradually, faintly, delicately, as it were, in each other's arms, passing from the familiar room. That is a power of unison between souls like love itself. In this 2008 recording, we hear von Otter with Kent Nagano leading the Göteborg Symphony. Nordic orchestral song is an enormous category, and I have barely scratched the surface today, either in terms of composers or in terms of magnificent singers. I'm producing a bonus episode that further explores this repertoire, featuring some of the very finest baritones 
of the Great North, including Ingvar Vixel, Hugo Haslo, Jorma Hyninen, Erik Seidane, Rolf Leanderson, and an interloper from the Canadian North, Gerald Finley. There's a composer we haven't yet heard today, the Swedish composer Hugo Alfin, who lived from 1872 to 1960. He's no doubt most famous for his Swedish Rhapsody Number no. 1, but he is a composer who has such a wide breadth of repertoire, all of it extremely skillful and fascinating. I'm going to play one of his songs on that bonus episode. Oh, and by the way, I didn't even mention, if you want to hear that episode and you're not yet a Patreon supporter, I say this every single week, but I welcome your support and I welcome Penina, who just today became a supporter of the podcast. So welcome Penina. If you want to follow her lead and become a supporter of the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash countermelody, and you can make your yearly or monthly pledge in support of the podcast. Lately, I have been producing one bonus episode a week, so this one coming up will, I believe, be bonus episode 72, and it's going to be a good one. Some more extended songs than we've heard today on this episode including a beautiful one by Hugo Alfein. The one we're going to hear today is also exquisite, and it's called Schogensover, The Forest Sleeps. It's a setting by the poet Ernest Thiel. The forest sleeps, a streak of light flickers in the firmament. The day keeps vigil in the June night. Her merry laughter has just fallen silent. Already she is asleep. I silently lay by her side. Love keeps vigil over its treasure. Love keeps vigil in the June night. The singer is the Swedish baritone Håkan Hagegård, and Kjell Ingebretsen leads the Swedish Radio Symphony Orchestra in this 1981 recording.
I'm so pleased that you joined me on this extensive exploration of an all-too-frequently unexplored corner of the repertoire. There were some familiar names, but certainly none more celebrated than the singer we're going to hear right now, the Norwegian Kirsten Flakstad, who lived from 1895 to 1962 and was surely one of the all-time greatest Wagnerian sopranos that ever lived. In 1948, with the conductor Walter Suskind and the Philharmonia Orchestra, one of the most beautiful songs ever written, a setting of a poem by Asmund Olafsson Vigne by none other than Edvard Grieg, with whom we began the podcast. This is Voren, Spring. Many years ago, I heard Elisabeth Söderström sing this song in recital, and she would always introduce her numbers with extended spoken introductions. And regarding this song, she observed that spring means more to people who live in the far north countries for their winters are so harsh and so dark, and when the spring finally comes and the grass finally peeks through the snow and the birds once again sing, that joy is joined with a deep melancholy, and it's that very feeling that is evoked in this song, which is sung so, so beautifully by the great Kirsten Flachstadt.
my dear friends. Keep the song in your hearts. Daniel Gundlach. <laughs>